0: Welcome back to the Mullen Center in Amherst. I'm Mike Macnick with John Leahy. And after one period, it is UMass 2, Merrimack nothing. Tom McCarthy joins us, the Warriors junior defenseman from Maple Grove, Minnesota. And, uh, you know, uh, Tom, you never know what you're going to get out of a game like this. You guys, uh, we know already as a result of the UNH tie with Maine that you guys can't get home ice. You're going to finish fifth or sixth. But, uh, obviously, you want to try to play well in the final game of the regular season here before the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coming into this game, we knew that you know we got to build from what we accomplished last night with the win, coming off of four losses. You know, always building towards playoffs. No matter where we're playing, you know, you're looking to improve. And coming into uh, you know the Mullins Center, not you know not knowing how you know UMass is going to come out being the last game of the season and us ending their season last night. They got something to play for and pride against us with that. So you know, coming in, you got to play your best. It's going into the playoffs and. It's anybody's game. If, you know, one team shows up one night, then, you know, it's the end of the year. Yeah, what did you see in that first period? I mean, the
0: big uh, six minutes you guys had on the power play, including the minute of five on three that you weren't able to
1: score, that looked like that hurt. Yeah, I mean, the the power play not being able to convert on that is not necessarily a game changer, but I'd say it's a momentum shifter if you you know, being on the penalty kill for us whenever we kill off penalties, it's always you know, a huge momentum shift everybody gets, you know, the energy going and you kind of saw that UMass was buzzing a little bit towards the end there, they were just flying all over the ice and, you know, we got to get back to the basics, we're capitalizing on our opportunities and getting pucks in deep and getting bodies to the net Talk about last night's game a little bit, pretty crazy game, especially
0: with them trying to remain alive, remain in the hunt to get into the playoffs, having to pull the goalie in the third period, scoring a couple of goals with the goalie out, and also on the power play. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty
1: crazy game to play, and I, I would imagine. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a different game. I mean, you know, thinking that it was we were going to seal it up pretty close there, and then they just, you know, give UMass credit—they didn't give up, and they came back, like you said, with the, the power play goals. They, you know, converted when they needed to, and then pulling the goalie and getting the empty netter or getting the the goal at the end of the end of the game and then you know we uh, were there to count on Connor Toomey as as he's done in the past with you know I think that's his third overtime winner in two years here won at BU last year and then the big BC win this year so um, the guys that stepped up when they needed to uh, they did that and we accomplished uh, what we needed to do for the night of. All right I gotta ask you then I know uh, at least I don't think you were in
0: on it maybe I'm wrong but uh, the whole pie thing Thing, uh, to me, to me in the post game. Do
1: you, do you happen to know uh, how far in advance was that planned, or was that just a spur of the moment thing? Um, I think it was a spur of the moment thing. I'm not positive on that, but uh, I know that uh, they were. He was asking if he should or shouldn't do it, um, but it didn't seem like it was planned or anything like that. So it was kind of spur of the moment thing, you know. And, nice to make him you know, give him a little embarrassment after his big accomplishments so i got to keep him in check so,
0: so you're saying that he actually what, did he ask the guys in the locker room uh, Josh Meyer's the one who did it right. So did he ask the guys in the locker room if he should go get him the pie in the face um, he,
1: uh, it looked like he kind of had that uh, mischievous grin on his face that so if
0: you guys said no was he going
1: to do it anyway probably not No, you never know with Josh, but it uh, was—I don't even think Connor knew who it was at the time. He he came back in and he asked Josh, "Was that you?" You know, of course it was Josh. So then they're they're close buddies and roommates. So.
0: Well, certainly the big goal in overtime, as you said, he's got three in two years now. He seems to be making a career out of it. But you know, coming off of the the, the goals that UMass had scored in late in regulation to tie it up, I you know he had to be back on his heels a little bit. But it seemed like you guys came out in the overtime
1: and really went after. It. Yep, I mean when they a team like that, you know they're like they're buzzing right now a little bit uh, tonight and yesterday. You just gotta. Weather the storm, and you got to get back to basics of protecting the house. And you know, strong plays all over the ice, you can't break down anywhere because you know, when a team is playing as well as they were for the that stretch, um, you just got to, like I said, weather the storm and make sure that you're getting back to the fundamentals of you know, defensive zone and defense first and trying to hold on to a lead. So, um, we got to do that. You know, come back here, regroup in the intermission, and uh, get back to how we're used to playing. You're talking with Tom McCarthy. Is a junior defenseman at Merrimack,
0: business major from Maple Grove, Minnesota. And, uh, you know, you've really, I think, uh, proven the old adage that hard work and, and, you know, sticking with it you know, will pay off eventually as a guy that is really, I think, you know, uh, John and I, it seems like every game we're talking about the fact that, you know, you're a guy that's out there making, you know, a lot of times, you know, the big play on the back check or a big defensive play, uh, either way, whatever it is, you know, Making a lot of big plays, and he's playing very, very solid night in and night out, and, and really been very consistent. Uh, uh, it's got to be something you're proud of.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I do take a, a you know a huge pride in that. You know, coming like you said, it's a. Uh hasn't been an easy road coming to here, you know, the last two years, just, you know, kinda of paying my dues and working hard and making sure I'm trying to improve on the things that I, you know, can improve upon and then getting the opportunity to play as many games as I have this year was was great. And then the defensive, you know, I always take pride in beating, you know, somebody one on one. That's why I love the penalty kill, you know, knowing that you're outworking somebody when they have the advantage and uh, blocking shots is always uh, sometimes it's not fun when it, when it hurts a little bit, but uh, I uh, there's nothing I mean, I was talking to Dan Palmadas about that, so it's almost as gratifying as scoring a goal if you're you know, if it's the right situation for a defenseman. It's just you know, it's a great feeling to work hard and knowing that you're having the impact for you know, stopping the other team from you know, putting the puck away in a you know, big moment of the game, you know, versus you know, i Forward scoring late in the game—it's you know just as gratifying, I think. Tell us about the penalty kill. I mean, it's really been terrific. Uh,
0: I know that UMass has got three goals this weekend, but two of them—you know—it's really kind of strange. Two of them come last night with the goalie out and up two men, so it's kind of ha- hard to know how much stock to put in that. But at any rate, you know, really since it seems like since Christmas, really the penalty kill has taken off, and you guys have been very solid, very, very consistent. It seems like when you are successful, it's like the four guys that are out there are working like. Almost like one man, one unit out there. Can you, can you give us some insight into what you think has has made the penalty kill be so good here in the second half?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it was. We did struggle a little bit earlier in the year. And we had, I mean, you can't really blame it on being a young team, but understanding what everybody has to do in their roles, on you know, in their you know their jobs on the penalty kill. You know, it takes time to get used to that. But when you're, like you said, when you're working as a unit, the four guys communicating, working hard, and I know that if I'm out there with Jordan or Dan or whoever it is. It you know, if I come up with a big block that they're going to come up with, just a bigger block, if not bigger, then, you know, the next time it's kind of, you know, I'm going to do it for the other three guys on the ice and whoever's in the box, you know, it's, it's, we're always out there to, you know, play for our teammates, so if, you know, we need a big kill, it's just another, you know, more motivation for myself as a, you know, a penalty killer to just go out and be like, you know, no, you're not going to get this power play goal, it's not going to happen, you know, we're not going to let it happen to the best of our ability and we'll do whatever we can, whether it's laying out taking a puck in the shins or, you know, chipping it off the glass or eating it in the corner. It's just, you know, it's a... Uh Take, do take pride in the penalty kill, and it's, it, like you said, it has, you know, kind of flourished in the second half of the year, and it, it's, I think it's the guys getting to know each other as far as players, and, and the system itself, you know, you get comfortable playing with guys throughout the year that, you know, you know what they're going to do, you know their tendencies, even if it's like not necessarily textbook, you know what they're going to do, and they're going to, you know, do what they can to kill it, if it comes down to it, and it doesn't, you know, if it's unorthodox, it's unorthodox, but, you know, killing a penalty is the, the goal, and if it, you know, you You've done all you need to do. Well, it's a good segue then into the
0: final question before we have to let you go. Playoffs right around the corner next week. We don't know who you're going to play yet. We know you'll be on the road where you guys have played well for much of the year. But at any rate, playoff
1: hockey coming up. What's it going to take? Um, It's going to take everybody on the team, you know, in in the lineup, out of the lineup. It's going to take everybody putting all of their effort into it, you know, every single minute at practice, every single, you know, shift of the game, Everything you know, from the time you step onto the ice, you know, the triple zeros after, you know, third period or in overtime it's you know literally everything you got to empty the tank and it's a step up you know watching it for the last two years playoff hockey is you know, i don't know if the freshmen know it yet but it's it's a big step up and you know everybody giving everything they have for all 60 plus minutes it's it's going to take everything all right, Tom, thanks for joining us. We
0: appreciate it. Playoffs next week should be exciting. Best of luck. Go get them. Yep, thanks for having me. All right, Tom McCarthy's been our guest here. First intermission with UMass leading Merrimack 2 to nothing. John and I back after this on ESPN New Hampshire.